Hi, welcome to Bunch of Mom Sense, a podcast where two moms talk all things kids, work, life, and everything in between. Hey, everybody, welcome to Bunch of Mom Sense. This is Jessica. And this is Heather, and we're glad you're joining us. We are excited to have a guest on this episode. Um, She's a guest that we've had before, so we're very excited to have her back, Diana Gentu. She is a licensed professional counselor, self-care expert, and author of Breaking Free. And we originally had Diana on back in season two on our episode, Transforming Yourself. It's episode number 39, and really enjoyed the conversation Mm -hmm. that we had with Diana, and um, we're excited to have her back. So welcome. Hi, ladies. How's it going? Great. having me here. Yes, it's going great. We're enjoying the last few weeks of summer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Diana has um, graciously agreed to come back on uh, the show to talk to us um, about probably what a lot of moms are feeling right now. Probably Mm -hmm. a lot of us are feeling anxiety, Um, the anxiety of, do the kids go back to school? Do we do distance learning? What do we do? Oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? So uh, thank you for coming back. This is a very relevant topic that I think a lot of us are, are experiencing right now. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a heavy topic, right? It is like, I don't know about you, but that has been the topic on all my social media platforms, on all our conversations with my girlfriends. Like everybody is asking, what should I do, right? And they're feeling so heavy hearted about just that anxiety that comes, right? We want to be good moms. We want to make the good decision, right? And so that's definitely something that I've seen just a lot of women struggle with. No, it's definitely been top of mind. I know in our circle of friends Mm -hmm. on our street that we hang out with and I think, you know, what I keep trying to tell myself is there's really no wrong decision in this. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I know that there's still anxiety, even once you make the decision, there's a little bit of anxiety of, you know, you just want to make sure your kid's safe and that they're taken care of and that you're, you want, you're concerned about their well-being, your family's well-being. So, um, what are some signs of anxiety, Diana, that someone could recognize as, okay, I think I'm experiencing anxiety. Yeah. You know, the, the one that comes up for me is that overthinking, right? Just that obsessive overthinking of trying to find the answer, right? I think this is what you're seeing a lot on, on social media and maybe even with the circle of friends is that constant question. What should I do? What should I do? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Everybody wants to know, right? Like, so true. And uh-huh. that overthinking <laughs> is a sign that there's some underlying anxiety there, right? Um, the indecisiveness, right? Uh, you, you'll talk to one person and then they'll say like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sending them to school. And then they'll read an article or see a news clip or maybe even talk to a girlfriend and then guess what? Nope, not anymore. I'm homeschooling. I'm, I'm sending them to school. I'm doing online. Like there's just that, their, their inability to stick with the decision, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you also might have a lot of physical stuff, like maybe extra stomach issues, right? Maybe some heartburn. Uh, some stomach aches, headaches. Uh, those are some of the things that are physically maybe happening. Restlessness and sleep is mm-hmm. one that I've seen recently where people are just like, I'm exhausted. I just haven't been able to sleep, right? Um, and then also uh, one that comes up a lot is that memory, that inability, that confusion, right? Because you're, a lot of your brain power is being spent on recycling that question. What am I going to do? 
and you go back and forth, back and forth. And that's just really draining. I think I can check box a couple of those. <laughs> I know we have a lot of group <laughs> texts going on with the moms on this uh, street about what are you doing? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, in the sleep too, um, I definitely have had waves of that this summer where mm-hmm. I've had you know, issues with sleep. And then like right now I'm going through a wave of like waking up every night at like 2 a.m. Cannot go back to sleep until like 4 a.m. Mm. And I'm and sometimes it's thinking about what's going on and sometimes it's not, but it's subconsciously there, you know, in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, it's definitely a lot of times I'll talk to somebody and they'll say like, oh no, I don't have anxiety. But then when they start talking about the symptoms that they're having, I'm like, that sounds very much like anxiety, right? And I think a lot of times it's that underneath the surface kind of edgy feeling that you might even be more irritable. You might be kind of like snappy. Uh, Things might overwhelm you quickly. You know, Mm -hmm. those things that might not, you don't necessarily have to be thinking about the issue that you're worrying to have anxiety. And I think that sometimes people think, oh, well, I'm not thinking about it all day, but it's underneath right? If you have some of those symptoms, if you find yourself not being able to really have peace, then you might be experiencing some anxiety. Right. So what are some of the ways uh, we should be managing our anxiety? What tips do you have? Um, Well, there's obviously tons of tips, but I kind of thought, you know, I'm going to share with you three things that I do personally. I used to suffer from anxiety really, really bad in my 20s. And I know that these strategies have really, really helped me and not necessarily, you know, kind of fall into that anxiety trap again. Um, So the first one is in, you know, you mentioned that I was a self-care expert and this is something that I talk about all the time. So if people have heard me before, this is not new stuff, but uh, the first one is really having self-care as a daily, daily situation here okay it has to happen daily and I think a lot of times as moms we we have self-care in our back pocket like when we really need it when we you know when we were gifted a massage or maybe you know we'll have that occasional bath or you know we'll have like that monthly ladies night out you know things like that and those are all great but if we're dealing with the constant state right of where we're at right now we need to be doing self-care every day, every day. We need to make sure, like, what's our formula? For me, uh, you know, I have a morning routine, consists of three things. I move my body, I have a morning journal, and I meditate. And I don't do this only when I need it. I do it at the top of my list. So I think the first thing is we want to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves just as part of our life. Because that's going to really help you deal with your day with more mental clarity and more emotional stability. I like that. What's your formula when you just said that? Because that that's exactly what it is. It's what's your formula? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? And Jessica and I were just talking about how we've gotten out of the routine of exercising. I know Jessica was very, uh, you know, you were going to the gym very mm-hmm. regularly and after work and I was riding my bike very regularly, like four times a week. And I've really gotten off that, that formula. Um, but it is such a, a stress reliever and mm-hmm. it kind of like clears your mind and gives you just really clarity about what's going on. Well, but think about some of those things that we did 
you know, for our self-care, some of those places are closed or it's just a much Mm -hmm. different, you know, the gyms, the classes aren't as abundant as they once were, or it's a little bit different, or maybe the times have changed and you can't get to them. Um, You know, so it's, you know, we need to find a new formula, you know, too, to make sure we're still finding some way for self-care every day. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely think that um, at the beginning of this COVID, I definitely had a lot of clients kind of like ramble, like, like scramble and be like, what do I need to do? Like, it's not, I can't go to the gym anymore. I can't do this. And so it definitely taught, you know, you have to have kind of flexibility of mind, right? Like where, okay, if I can't go to the gym, what can I do? If mm-hmm. I can't do this, I know for me, one of the, I used to always kind of like work out inside my house. I've, I work from home, so I, I, I don't go to the gym, but I used to do all my workouts like inside. And when quarantine happened and we were kind of trapped inside, I was like, there's no way I have to get outside. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of transitioned to all my workouts are outside in nature. So it's just about really tweaking your formula. You don't have to necessarily change it or find a new one. But just being flexible enough to tweak it so that you can still continue in the midst of this crisis that we're in. That's really good advice. And I even like the, you know, the meditation or journaling. I know a lot of people journal too. So I think everyone just has to find what works for them and what kind of clears their mind and gets their, you know, head straight for the day, I guess. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. 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 The important part is really just finding out what is your formula. That's why it's called self care because it's not what works for me might not work for you, you know? And so it's about really finding the time. And that's one of the things that I do with my clients is, is it's not a, you know, like a cookie cutter where everybody has the same formula. We, we spend some time really diving deep into like what helps you, what are some things that really bring out that peace and clarity in you? Um, so yeah. And, and I always say every day, self-care needs to happen every day because we have stress every day. So we need to make sure we make the positives every day. Very good. So what's your second um, step the, in this? <laughs> I was going to say the second one. Um, so the second one is protecting your peace. Okay. Um, the protecting your peace is like, we want to make sure that we are so intentional. Like what are you consuming on a daily basis? And what I mean by consuming um, I, I don't mean calories. <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> we got that covered, right? <laughs> right. Uh, information. What is the stuff that's going into your 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 surroundings? Right. Like, what are you listening to? What are you reading? What are you talking about with friends? Um, if you are constantly just passing around and sharing articles and and look at what happened here, and, and we just kind of go down that rabbit hole, right? Where everything is about the news, about what's happening. And, and I am all for information, right? But here's the thing. We get trapped with this illusion that becoming an informed parent means more consumption, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Like we talk a lot about like, oh, you have to be informed. But here's the thing, like how you have to ask yourself, how is this consumption, right, of information serving me? We have to stop and question that because if all the information you're consuming is leading you to have more chaos, to have more anxiety, well, then you really have to stop and ask yourself, is it really serving me to come up with a better decision? I think majority right? of the world <laughs> needs to shut off Facebook 
<laughs> because I know, you know, just habit, you know, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. probably Facebook's a lot worse than Instagram with the different articles and everything that comes across. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, and it's such mixed reviews about every topic, you know, and there's no right answer. And God forbid, if you don't agree with that, you know, somebody's decision, you get attacked and that causes chaos like you're talking about. Oh, yes. Yes. And, you know, we get caught up because we, we are under this illusion that, oh, my gosh, I have to read that article. I have to see that video. I have to. Oh, did you hear? Did you hear? Google, Google, YouTube. Like, and it's like we go down this path. And you know what we have? We have more people with indecisiveness than anything else. Mm-hmm. Those, those, all that information is not going to help you come up with a decision. It's not. I think we're under the illusion that it does. But it, it, it doesn't. What it creates is more confusion because as many articles as there is for, for something, there is against something, right? There and is. so, so yeah. it, it's like the minute that you're like, oh, okay, I got this information and it says that I should, then guess what? The next thing you're going to hear is information why you shouldn't. And so then you sit there at night and you just kind of like, you know, go back and forth like ping pong, right? Oh, I'm going to do this. No, I'm going to do that. And really, that is where I have seen so many women, especially on my, on, on my feeds and with my friends, that they're stuck in this. They're stuck in this illusion that if they read one more thing, if they see one more special, if they see, you know, one more news conference, they will have clarity. And they, it couldn't be further than the truth. Yeah, for me, I've had to definitely stop watching the news. And I hate that. I've always enjoyed watching the news. But... I just can't. And I kind of stopped when this whole COVID thing started. And then I've continued just not. And I mean, I don't even know what the weather is going to be some days because it's like, I haven't watched the news. <laughs> it's so freeing though. Yeah. When you when you get away from all that, it's it so freeing, you know, because you, you just feel clearer mm-hmm. and you don't have so many different things clouding your judgment. Mm-hmm. I recommend right. it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Uh, so many times people will be like, did you read that? Did you watch this? And I'm like, no, no. Uh-huh. I am living in my own peaceful bubble. And you know what? I'd rather live in my peaceful bubble than be informed and have major anxiety. Like I just, you know, it just, it's not worth it for me. I've been there before. I've done that. I no longer have interest in doing that, especially when we are in a pandemic crisis, right? Because that is why that is, that's the only thing that's of importance right now, right? People are, that's all that is, it's like everybody's talking about it, whether it's like going to a restaurant or sending your kids to school. It's like all that has to do with the pandemic. And so, um, so yeah, really protecting your peace. And for me, it's about like, not just protecting it, but also like, what are you consuming, right? Like, okay, so I'm not going to consume negative, but what am I going to be consuming? Right. So I consume myself like I, I listen to podcasts like yours. I, you know, I read books. I listen to music. I, I try to get myself into a place where I'm consuming things that feel really good to me. Um, so not only is it enough to not consume the negative, but be intentional about what you do consume. I think that's important. You have to be intentional because I think there are people that want to stay informed on certain things that are going on and you just have to be really intentional where you're getting your news sources and then mm-hmm. move on and mm-hmm. um, and be confident in knowing that you're making the right decisions and based on whatever you've decided to use as your source, I guess. Right. Right. So. Good advice. Yeah, very good. All right, number three. Okay. 
Number three. Okay, so this kind of goes along with number two, and the reason is, is that number three is make decisions swiftly, fast. Get in the habit of not wasting a lot of time in the waiting room, okay? When you spend so much time looking for information, right, um, and standing in that space of I don't know, you're going to have higher anxiety because you, you haven't picked a side. You haven't moved into action, right? And so instead, it just creates, right, that anxiety of having to decide. So what I recommend everybody is make decisions as fast as you can. And actually, not only just about school, but like in general, like, you know, for dinner, right? How many times as, as moms <laughs> we ask, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> and we spend so much time asking this person, asking this, what do you crave? What is this? Did we have pork chops? Do you want beef? Or, I mean, oh my gosh, we spend so much time, right? Just asking questions and not deciding. Can you guys relate? I'm hearing it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We were just talking about this before we got on, I think. <laughs> yeah. But what's for dinner is like right. a daily thing. Yes. But, but you know, I yes, like that, right. Diana, Diana, because I, ha- I I used to have some friends, okay, that were very indecisive just in general in life. Mm-hmm. And I'm not friends with those people anymore. I cannot stand indecisiveness. And, I, you know, I'm fine if you want to come to me and get my opinion on something or my input. But if you're going to go around and ask five other people the same thing, like, move on. Yeah. <laughs> Don't waste my time. Yeah. But no, but I, I get, but I, but in this sense of anxiety, like, I think that is important because that, those people, those are the ones that are so anxious on They're a different spinning. level. Yeah. Because they can't make that decision. Yeah. And that, that, I feel for those yeah. people actually. Well, and I think if people would give themselves some grace and understand that, we're going to make the wrong decision sometimes and that's okay. Use it as a learning experience mm-hmm. and, and move on. I mean, but trust your gut. And I think if you start doing that, the more confident you'll become in your decisions. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. You know, Oprah Winfrey said something recently that I listened that, that I heard her say, and it's, she said, listen to the whisper in your life. And that is what your gut is. Here's the thing. Most of the time, we know what is good for us, right? We know. We know it. We just don't trust it. And that's what you just said exactly. It's because we are not in the habit of listening to it. Mm-hmm. We're just, we just don't listen to it. So we can't build up evidence that, you know what, when I listen to it, then I'm led to the best decision for me at that time. You know, I don't regret, you know, and you probably can, can agree with this, but like, the decisions I regret the most are the ones I didn't make, right? The ones I followed somebody else's thought of what I should have done. Those are the decisions that I'm more likely to regret. Mm-hmm. But the decisions that come from that whisper, mm-hmm. right? From the whisper that says, this is the way for you. Those are the ones that I least regret, right? Because it's coming from my inner soul, right? And it's leading you. But see, we can't hear it if we have all that noise with all that information, Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. We're not protecting our peace. We can't hear the whisper. But you know what? Oprah said it really um, good because she said, if you ignore the whisper, it comes down with bricks, right? So mm-hmm. if we don't learn to listen to the whisper, it's going to continue to nudge us, right? And it gets louder and louder and louder until... There's like a crisis, right? There's something that pushes us the direction we should be going. 
So really it's about learning to listen to the whisper, right? And making the decision. And I, I agree. There is no right or wrong decision here, guys. Like, first of all, I just, I, I believe that in general, not just in the pandemic, <laughs> but I feel mm-hmm. like we can all learn from just moving and taking decisions and leaving, kind of opening some space. Cause that's what's happening is you're standing in the waiting room with all this information, not taking any action. And that right there is what's causing you to have more anxiety well and and one more thing what really aggravates me is some of these people you know that are indecisive you know how dare somebody give you crap if you choose one way or another like I think a lot of people feel like they're going to be judged or attacked or whatever you know you do you and you do what what is right for you and be confident in that and everybody else mind their business right you know, I've just seen yeah. so much, you know, people attacking the other mm-hmm. because of a decision because somebody didn't wear a mask. You know, I saw somebody, a grown ass woman going off on somebody because her kids who are under, you know, the CDC of 10 years old, mm-hmm. they weren't wearing a mask. It's like, you know, let's, yeah, it's just, it's aggravating. But I do think if you're I, surround yeah, yourself with the right people and mm-hmm. that are going to support you and those that don't support your decisions, then, you know, we just need to lift each other up at this right. point and, and help and support each other. So, yeah. well, I, yeah. um, you're right that those two really do tie into each other. Cause if you are protecting your peace, like you said, it does make the decision process a lot easier because you can listen to your gut. So I like how you you said that and shared that and, and tied those two together. Cause I'm sitting here thinking you're so right. Like I just got a little lighthearted thinking like about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they go, it's like they stack against each other, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you are really intentional about protecting your peace, then you're more likely to hear the whisper. Mm-hmm. You really exactly. are. But if you have all that information and you just keep asking and asking, I, you know, I can't tell you how many times, I've seen the same person on social media ask the same question. Mm-hmm. What are you guys doing for yep. sending your kids to school? I'm like, <laughs> how many times do we have to ask that? Mm-hmm. I mean, the reality is, is that, you know, and that's why I think, you know, you, you mentioned like some, some harsh judgment and criticism is because really we're just looking for that constant reassurance that our mm-hmm. decision is the right decision. Yep. Mm-hmm. But what we forget is the right decision for us. Yes. That it does it's not the right one. It's the right one for us, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you when you listen to that whisper, then you can stand really firmly and say, like, yeah, like this is my decision, you know? But if you are starting to just listen to all that information and making choices for your family based on the noise, then you're gonna have that, okay, I'm gonna do this, and then you're like, Oh no, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do this. Because it's coming from the noise instead of from the whisper. Very well said. Mm-hmm. Very wise, Diana. Thank you so much for sharing all that. So I want to recap. So the three ways that we talked about were self-care daily, protect your peace, and make decisions quickly. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great starting point yep. for everyone. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. 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 And I know, Diana, you um, offer one-on-one coaching. I know you're a great resource um, in general. You're very responsive on DMs on Instagram and on email. Will you just share, um, or let me just first say, if anyone's out there listening that wants to have more dialogue with Diana around this topic, I know she's very open to discussing and assisting you in those conversations. So please feel free 
feel free to reach out to her. And do you want to share how uh, people can find you on social media and even your website? Yeah, so my website is Diana Gintu, G-U-I-N-T-U, speaks.com. Uh, on Instagram, I'm Diana G underscore speaks. And Facebook, I'm Diana Gintu. All right, perfect. All right, thank you yeah, so much. feel free to reach out to me. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you're such a great resource again. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, ladies, for having me. I know that there's this is a heavy topic, and I appreciate you providing that platform for this discussion because I know a lot of women um, will benefit from this. Absolutely. We think so too. Very important conversation. Yeah, yeah it definitely is. Thank you so much. Th- those are some really good tips and, and things that me and Heather need to work on implementing as well. Yes, for sure. (laughs) Thanks again. Thank you, ladies. We hope you found this episode helpful and we are so excited to bring you all new episodes starting next week as we kick off season three of Bunch of Mom Sense podcast. Thank you so much for listening. For more episodes, please be sure to subscribe bunch of mom sense on your favorite podcast app visit our website www.bunchofmomsense.com and you can also find us on facebook and instagram bunch of mom sense thanks again till next time